0: And you need to understand, y'all, a lot of us don't see correctly. We see what we've been given to see. We see through the lenses that were assigned to us. And in order for us to begin to see correctly, we must have a clear analytical understanding of the origin of the strategies, the mechanics, the purpose, and methods of the device that has blinded us in the first place. First of all, have you identified the device that got you blinded? Most of you have not. By order of the Peaky Blinders. Most of you say the white man. Okay. You have to specifically identify the device that has miseducated you. Look at its origin. Why did they use religion? Because by nature, we are a spiritual people.
1: I'm just thinking about the uh, mythological Messiah lie now that's gone on for a couple thousand years here based off the Serapian lie... Uh, from Serapis. Uh, we're about to hear another inclusion from Dr. Ray Hagins and the African Village Church. He's going to be sharing a sermon he did back in 2006. And I know I've already posted one of his sermons on this topic, but this one is not only um, well-researched, but also it's probably his staple presentation on the Serapian lie, how Jesus the Messiah was modeled and fashioned after the previous Messiah with the beard and the the hair and all that, uh, Serapis. And he goes into detail exactly how that was concocted by the Roman authorities. He goes into the goings-on of what Constantine did in the Council of Nicaea. He explains the creed points out some really silly things about the creed too. some repetitive things that obviously are trying to get this thing really put down the throats of the uh, parishioners Um, you know my people perish for lack of knowledge uh, you might say but anyway let's get back into this Ray Higgins Dr. Ray Higgins from the African Village Church listen carefully and if you want to see the video on this uh, you just simply go to his YouTube channel Dr. Ray Hagins and the African Village Church. Anyway, let's get into Dr. Ray
0: here. As always, I'd like to take a moment before getting into this message to just say up front, um, I don't intend to hurt anyone today. Alright? And I say that because I find out, brothers and sisters, that sometimes Things are said that are virtually unbearable for some people. Uh, like I said on the radio this morning, y'all remember that that, that scene in A Few Good Men? Uh, for those who saw that movie where, where uh, Jack Nicholson you don't was sta- uh, sitting on the, cu- uh, on the stand in the courtroom. And the man said, I want the truth. And Jack Nicholson said, you can't handle the truth. I found out a lot of our people can't handle the truth, they really can't, but i still got to give it, still got to give it, you know, Uh, it's almost like surgery, you know, so if I say something that is a little bit outside of your realm of awareness, please exercise uh, intellectual vigilance and instead of shutting me down and instead of shutting your own mind down, make note of what I said that you don't understand and go do your research. Okay, go do your homework on it. Go verify what I said. If, if I'm saying something that you don't know anything about, how can you say anything about it? That's right. Right? That's right? Okay, so having said that, let's get into the message for today. As you see, the subject of today's message is Nicaea 325 A.D. A.D. stands for Anno Domini. It does not stand for after the death of. Okay. Anno Domini is Latin, which means in the year of our Lord. What's really deep, brothers and sisters, is this this really ought to tell you something. How the Gregorian calendar has been completely adjusted around the existence of someone that the Roman Catholic Church made up doctor the logbook Dad, can't you to Dr. consider no, yourself. Contempt. Contempt. That's some deep stuff. I mean they, 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 they actually started counting time down up to a certain point, you know BC, 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 BC or BCE before the Common Era. then it comes to a certain point in history and then they start counting up again. okay? So here we have this is 2006, right? According to who? You mean tell me we've only been here 2,006 years? No. Actually, I think this is 6,746, according to, if I'm correct on that, according to, and that's called after the founding of Kemet, AFK. So according to the ancient African calendar, or the first stellar calendar, the this year would be 6,746. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Okay. Now we got a problem with that, Okay. Because that's after the founding of Kemet. That's just the calendar found in Egypt. You follow what I'm saying? And those of you who are going with us to Kemet this year, you'll get at the Temple of Dendera, you'll get to see the first stellar observatory there. You'll get to see the first zodiac that was used, okay, which they copied all that from. Now some deep stuff because if we're talking uh, 6, 6736 or 6736, 30, 67, after the founding of Kemet, and yet Kemet is the child of Ethiopia. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Okay. And, and, and the, the civilization that came into Kemet came into Kemet with full knowledge of the math, of, the, of math and sciences and horticulture, out of agriculture. Y'all follow me? So how far back does African consciousness really go? If you do some research on, on what is called the um, Hutu, And the twat, you'll see that their history dates back almost 400,000 years. What what number did I just say,
2: y'all?
0: Almost 400,000 years of history of African people. Why don't they want us to know this? In order for those who have been misled to begin to see correctly and you need to understand y'all a lot of us don't see correctly we see what we've been given to see we see through the lenses that were assigned to us and in order for us to begin to see correctly we must have a clear analytical understanding of the origin The strategies, the mechanics, the purpose, and methods of the device that has blinded us in the first place. Let's look back at that. First of all, have you identified the device that got you blind? Think with me. Have you identified it? Most of you have not. Most of you say, the white man. Okay. (laughs) And then how do you address that? You have to specifically identify the device that has miseducated you. Look at its origin. Go to the origin of it. Look at the strategy inculcated into it. What is the strategy behind your blindness? What's up with that? What is the mechanics of it? What is the purpose of it? Why have they purposed to miseducate you? Why? And then look at the methods that they have used to implement their design. And the number one method that's been used to implement this design upon our people is religion. Why is that? Why, why didn't they use economics to, 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 to attract us? Because we're not materialistic people. We're not capitalists by nature. Why did they use religion? Because by nature we are a spiritual people. By nature we are attracted to things pertaining to God so because we are attracted to things that's pertaining to god they use things pertaining to god to, to to snare us and hook us and and place us under arrest and incarcerate our minds till we become dysfunctional and powerless brothers and sisters when it comes to the liberation of the african mind from european concepts whose concepts let me, let, me, let me do something here. Do you honestly think that there is a need for the European mind to be delivered or liberated from European concepts? Yes, let me hear your What do you think about that? Or yes, well, in case you're not clear, let me help you. Nothing is as backwards as to have an African brain with a European philosophy in it. Everybody knows who they are But us Everybody on this planet Everybody on this planet Has cultural pride But us Y'all follow what I'm saying We must examine And then re-examine Again and again, and again, those agencies that have Europeanized our thinking until we are truly disconnected from the tentacles of their grasp. Imagine a giant octopus, okay, and you're fighting just one of the tentacles. Just one of the tentacles, you're fighting it, and you've got a hold on that one tentacle, and you think you're winning when you got seven other tentacles that's wrapping you up and locking you up and making you immobile you got to learn how to see the big picture here the ecumenical councils were legally convened assemblies of ecclesiastical dignitaries what kind of dignitaries did I just say When I say Ecclesiasticals family, I mean church, church dignitaries, okay? And theologians, let me add this, so-called theological experts. For the purpose, it was convened for the purpose of discussing and regulating matters of church doctrine and discipline. Now, some deep stuff here, because these council meetings actually created what's called authoritative decrees. I mean, they actually passed so-called laws as to what is and what is not, what you are allowed to think and what you better not say. Let's look at this. The Council of Nicaea. Three things I want to cover here today about that council, the cause of the council. Why was there need to convene this council in the first place? Let's understand that. What was the decree that came out of the council of Nicaea? And what was the outcome of the council itself? Alright, let's Let's look closely at this. What caused the council meeting at Nicaea? Well, to understand that we have to go back to the first European pharaoh in history. His name was Ptolemy the First Soter. I told you I was going to present some archaeological evidence. This is what this is this is what you mean this is what I mean when I say evidence that demands a verdict. This is not somebody that we just made up. Here's a coin that dates back to this man's administration. The first European pharaoh. He was the beginning of what is called the Ptolemaic dynasties of ancient Egypt. I take that back. There's no such thing as an ancient white person. Did y'all hear what I said? They ain't been around long enough to refer to them as ancient. Okay, so if they are doing anything, it's recent. It's Johnny come late. Here you have this man, Ptolemy the First, also known as Soter. Soter. Now, write down the word Soter. S O T E R. Write that down. You can see the years of his life, 367 to 283 BCE, approximately And then. Whenever you see CA before dates, that means circa, means approximate. You write Did you write down S O T E R? Now, after that, write in parentheses, I mean, like, just make parentheses, but you're going to continue the word. I O L O G Y. What is it spelled? Soteriology. Exactly. Who knows what soteriology is? The doctrine or the study of salvation. Right. You know why? Because the word soter means savior. You need to understand the historicity here. This man, when he became pharaoh in Egypt, he wanted the Egyptians to to consecrate him as a god. Why? Not capital G O D, small G O D. Why was that? Because all of the pharaohs of Egypt of Egypt were called gods with a small G. That's why they said Asar, a son of God. Every pharaoh was considered a god. Now, this European pharaoh comes in and he wants them to make him a god. But the Egyptians did not do that. The Egyptians said, "No, you don't belong here in the first place." That's
2: right. That's right. The
0: only reason why you're on the throne is because you took it was taken by military force under Alexander the Great, not Alexander the Great, Alexander the Greek. Well, nothing great about him. Yes. Y'all following what I'm saying? Yes. Ptolemy the first, Soter, was a good friend of Alexander, and that's how he ended up becoming the first fat European pharaoh of Kemet. Check out his boldness. He took upon himself or himself the name Meriamun mm. mm-hmm. Sotepenra. Mm. Sound familiar? Ersama'at Ra. Ra. Ra Metsu Mary means beloved or loved. Amen is God. So Mary means beloved or loved of God. Setepen Ra means chosen by God. This, he wasn't given this name. He took it upon himself. Well, he insisted that they make an image in his honor. Oh, shucks now. The Egyptians didn't want to do that, so he started putting them to death. So he found a group of sellout Egyptians, Melkite, Coptic Egyptians and the city of Manapha, which is known today as Memphis the priest at Memphis Which was also the capital back then the priest at Memphis said we'll consecrate you to the priesthood Why did they sell out Right save their behind exactly guess what it still goes on today So they sold out and they consecrated him to uh, the office of Pharaoh and they made an image. They made an image in honor of him and this image is called Serapis. Y'all following me? Y'all sure? So you gotta understand this. You can't share this with nobody else if you don't understand. It. The worship of Serapis. You see, this dude, Ptolemy I,
2: <laughs> that is.
0: That's Serapis, the Egyptian version of Serapis, dating back to approximately 350 BCE. This is the image that they made in honor of Ptolemy the First Soter. All
2: right.
0: Okay. What is a Os- uh, Serapis? They took the name Osiris and combined it with the word Apis, which means the bull. Osirapis. It became Serapis. Now here's the deep thing about it. Ptolemy I tried to incorporate the religions, the religion of the Greeks into Egypt by creating the worship of a new God. And this was that god, in honor of him, called Serapis. Now, it was really a composite deity, as you see here. Again, as I said, made up. It looked kind of dumb, don't it? But hey, you know, the Egyptians had to give him something to appease him, OK? And as you see here, over here is the Greco-Roman version of Serapis the painting. How do you know that Serapis? by the cup on top of his head. Y'all see it? Now, what year are we talking here? Greco-Roman, 135 BCE. So this can't be Jesus. If he had existed, it can't be Jesus. You follow what I'm saying? This is the image that the Greeks made the Africans worship. Yeah, buddy. Hmm. In fact, to show you how deep this goes, there was a correspondence from Emperor Hadrian referring to the Alexandrian worshippers. Where's Alexandria? Come on, talk to me. Where's Alexandria? In Egypt, Africa, right? Yes. The Alexandrian worshippers of Serapis calling themselves what? The bishops of Christ. Now, that's deep. There was no Jesus. There was no Jesus. But yet these people refer to themselves as the bishops of Christ. And here's what he says: Egypt, which you commended to me, my dearest sir Servianus, I have found to be wholly fickle and inconsistent. Putting down Egypt. Okay, I'm gonna deal with that. And continually wafted about by every breath of fame, the worshipers of Serapis here are called what? Wait a minute. The worshipers of Serapis are called Christians. And those who are devoted to the God, Serapis I find, call themselves the bishops of Christ. Don't take my word for it, family. Go verify it. Just type this in right here on the internet. This whole thing will come up. Now what does that mean? That means brothers and sisters, that in Africa, this image of Serapis that goes all the way back to 350 BCE had become the object of worship. Y'all follow me? This was by command. Arius. Everybody say a brother called Arius. Oh, yes. A brother called Arius. He had a problem with it. And he made some noise about it. They say this, and I wonder how true it is. The only thing necessary for falsehood or evil to triumph is for good men or women to remain silent. Follow what I'm saying? Falsehood was on the loose. A black man named Arius from Libya came forth and said, enough is enough. He began to explain to him, and you all see what years he lived here, 256 to 336 AD. So guess what? We're talking about the time of the Council of Nicaea, 325 AD. Needless to say, you see he died 11 years later. Okay? I wonder, did he die or was he killed? Arius. Yeah, buddy. Arius lived at a time when the church was divided because of the Christological dispute which he was instrumental in starting. He taught that, and everybody write this down, Christus, C-H-R-I, I'm sorry, C-H-R-I-S-T-U-S, Christus. Christus was also the nickname for Syracuse. What word do you see there Christ. Christ exactly not a Jesus Serapis and guess what y'all this was deep this marble image right here this is the newfangled version of Serapis okay and they used, they've used this bearded figure this is now the image that they use for Jesus today okay because Serapis You know, I do in a few minutes show you the comparison. This marble bust of Serapis, which is in where? London London Museum. Right now, as I'm talking to you, that's in the London Museum. You were there, did you see it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is in the London Museum. Why haven't we been been taught this? Why Y'all who grew up in the church all your life, why weren't you taught this? Why weren't I taught it? You can't teach it. Because it will cause the Christian church to shut down.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Arius was making noise, man. He was telling everybody, this deity that y'all worship worshiping is not deity. He was made by people's hands. Go back here. Look at that. He was made. He was formed. Out of metal. How do you tell a people who have been worshiping Serapis for over two and a half centuries that what they've been worshiping ain't real? How do you do that? Arius was causing such a problem because people started listening to him. Started doing their research and finding out the man was telling the truth. We're worshiping an image that was made in honor of Ptolemy the first. And the Son of God, which which this is called the Son of God, same as with Jesus. The Europeans took the S U N. in. Talk to me, black people. <laughs> The S O N. Why do you think every picture you see of Jesus, the sun is behind his head? We weren't taught to, taught to call it, we, we were taught to call it a halo. I dare you to go down here to the Catholic Cathedral on Lindell, is it? All you gotta do is walk in there. And look, walk up to the altar and you see exactly what I'm talking about. They got this big pearly white Jesus on the cross with the sun behind his head. Meaning he is a Sa Ra, a son of Ra. And Ra was called, or God was called Ra in ancient Egypt. Are y'all following what I'm saying? came along and he began to mess up everybody's program. He started telling people, y'all are believing in a statue. And guess what y'all, some of y'all do too. Some of y'all got the statue little tiny one hanging around your neck. Yes you do. And I mean, you know, I, I have to put it out again. Why do you keep celebrating that? Why do you keep celebrating death?
2: Right. 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 Right.
0: You know? If you're going to celebrate something, celebrate life.
2: Right.
0: Why is it that nobody yet? I, sh- I should patent this thing and make some money. Yeah. Just, just so I can pay some bills.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: I should patent this thing. I should actually patent and I'm giving somebody a secret to become a millionaire now. Okay, go out of here and patent and don't forget me when you do now, alright? Go out of here and patent an empty tomb. Next Sunday, that's what everybody's supposed to be celebrating the resurrection. Why ain't nobody wearing empty tombs around their neck? They're still wearing the cross with him on it, he's still dead. Y'all follow what I'm saying, people? Arius caused such a problem for the, for the clergy coalition of his day. He caused such a problem for the ministers' union of his day. He caused such a problem for the ecclesiastical dignitaries of his day that they, they had, I mean, really, people were starting to leave their churches and go into to listen to Arius. Right. Yeah. So what happened for the sake of stability in the Roman Empire, Constantine called a council and summoned all the bishops of the Roman Catholic Church to this council meeting. It was called the Nicene Council. And in this council, the first order of business was to discredit and silence Arius. We got to stop this man. Yes, black man from Libya. We got to stop him. He's telling the truth, but we don't need for the people to know that. Y'all hearing me? So they convened a council meeting, and they came up with a creed. Now mind you, when this council meeting was called, there was no Jesus. This is who existed. Serapis. Y'all following what I'm saying? Are you clear? Don't take my word for it. Invalidate what I'm saying. Prove me wrong. Go find a coin or a statue of Jesus somewhere. You won't find one, brothers and sisters. Nobody, origin, none of the historians of the first, second, third century said anything about somebody called Jesus. Listen, bro. Listen, Lord. Listen to what I'm saying. If there was somebody who really turned water into wine, they'd have statues of him everywhere. If somebody really took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed 5,000 people, they'd have statues and monuments of him everywhere. If somebody had really walked the water, that'd been it, man. <laughs> That's been it. Did y'all see what that brother did, man? They would. Y'all follow what I'm saying? There would be drawings and everything of it. Not one iota of evidence Anywhere on this planet So what they had to do Was they had to take this image right here The Serapis image And make it Jesus At the Nicene Council Y'all alright? Alright You sure? Alright At the Nicene Council The Nicene Council lasted for two months and 12 days. Two months and 12 days of deliberation as to what to do with Arius and also to pass a law that people can't kneel down and pray at this time. They got to stand up and pray and also to pass a law that this is going to be the day that everybody celebrates Easter. Okay? Now, even though this pagan practice of Easter had existed for thousands of years, nobody had actually decided what day it was going to happen on. So the Nicene Council. 318 bishops were present. Pope Sylvester, everybody say Pope Sylvester. Another sellout preacher. Pope Sylvester. Constantine went to Pope Sylvester and said, now listen, I'm making you the first pope. Black man, right? I'm making you the first pope, Sylvester. Okay? But now here's what I want done. And as long as you follow my my orders, you'll be a rich pope. You ain't nothing to worry about. Sylvester was Emperor Constantine's puppet and was used to proclaim his wishes. To this council, we owe the creed of Nicaea, defining against Arius. This is some deep stuff. They actually convened a council meeting and came up with a creed just to discredit Arius. The Nicene Creed which became the statement of the Christian faith, was written and decreed and canonized by 318 Roman Catholic bishops of the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. Let's check it out. Let's read it together. What does it say? Can everybody see it? Let's read it. We believe in one God, the Father, all-powerful, maker of all things, both seen and unseen. Stop right there. Okay. Not a problem. Now they begin to address the issue. You know, see how you notice how they had to open it up? They had to open it in a, in a statement that is unanimously agreed upon with everybody. Arius didn't have no problem with that statement. That, in fact, that was Arius' argument. They ain't but one God. He ain't got no son. That was Arius' argument. See what I'm saying? Okay. The, son, the one y'all calling the son is the S-U-N. That was, that was the argument. But now they begin to address Arius's heresy, as they call it. Now, actually, the man was telling the truth. And by the way, y'all, Arius historically existed. He really existed, okay? He was telling the truth. But that's the problem. The establishment couldn't handle the truth and not remain in power. And, and remain in power. Now let's look at the next thing. Now they begin to address. And in what? One. One Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the only begotten, begotten from the Father. Why did they have to say that? <laughs> because they wanted you to know. See, see that that statue that they made. That wasn't begotten from the Father. That was made by people. The Serapis image. That was made in a furnace. Shaped and molded by the hands of craftsmen. Okay? So they had to come up with a creed to knock all that out. Begotten from the Father. That is from the substance of the Father. Y'all see this? I mean, all you got to do is read this about three or four times and you'll see how asinine it is. I mean, really, just just read it several times and you'll see why did they have to keep saying that? Why did they have to say that again? I mean, what what are they trying to say? You follow what I'm saying? Become from the Father. That is from the substance of the Father. Check this out. God from God. Light from light. True God from true God. Now you just said God from God. So why you have to turn around and say true God from true God? Begotten, not made. Y'all see it? That's already, already said up here twice. Begotten, begotten from the Bible. Only begotten, begotten from the Father. They gotta say it again. Begotten, not made. They're specifically addressing the statements that was made by Arius. Now that's some deep stuff. They actually created a creed based on what Arius said that Catholics everywhere now have to recite every day. Consubstantial with the Father, through whom all things came to be, both those in heaven and those in earth, and for us humans and for our salvation. He came down and became incarnate, became human, suffered and rose up on the third day, went up into the heavens, and is coming to judge the living and the dead and in the Holy Spirit. Now, why did they have to say all this?
2: <laughs>
0: Think, people! If it really happened, you ain't got to go through all this.
2: <laughs>
0: now, just real deep, because now they, they in, the, in part two of this, they actually talk against Arius' words. And those who said, meaning Arius, there was once when he was not. See, that's what Arius said. Arius said, I remember the day when there was no Serapis image. When blacks were on the throne. Okay, Serapis didn't always exist. Serapis came into existence since you white folk got in here in Egypt.
2: That's
0: what So the Roman Catholic Council said, and anybody who says that there was once when he was not and before he was begotten he was not and that he came to be from things that were not or from another hypostasis or substance affirming that the Son of God is subject to change or alteration, these, the Catholic and Apostolic Church, what y'all, anathematizes. Look at the person next to you and say, There's that control mechanism again. They had to put this creed together because of what was happening with people's eyes coming open. Well, it's deep because there was a lot of confusion, a lot of discussion. People said, now that don't make no sense, but what Arius is saying does kind of make sense. So since they were going through all this, Emperor Constantine stepped into the room. And he said, all right, I'm ordering y'all to decree that the Serapis image is Jesus Christ. And that Jesus Christ is everything that we just said. And then he ordered all books to be burned. Why? You gotta get rid of the evidence. See y'all, that's why I encourage y'all go to Kemet while you can. Kemet while you can, get the evidence while you can because in any argument of apologetics that means proving your point the rule is no evidence, no argument huh? sure did, that's what the God in Egypt said to us sure said it brother, I forgot all about them no evidence, no argument and that's why they are whitewashing Kemet now I should say Arab-washing Timit now. They're slowly but surely removing all of the black presence out of Egypt and replacing it with an Arab presence so that they can tell the world that they did all of this. When Constantine came in and made his ruling, all of the brothers who were behind Arius dad, all of the brothers who stood with Arius, Punk out!
2: Punk out, man! We
0: don't we 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 don't we don't want no trouble? (laughs) Harris, I know you tell the truth, but man, shoot. We got to eat, man. I gotta pay for that Lexus, man. You know? That chariot of gold that I'm riding out there, brother. And them horses that pulling that thing, man. It costs money. So, Arius, I'm sorry, brother. You know, you're my man. <laughs> you
2: know, you're here.
0: But I, I, got to, I got to sidestep you on this one. Nobody stands up against the emperor, Constantine. And all the brothers who came... To him to 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 Nicaea with him, forsook him. That's why y'all, you know, history tells me. You know, you got folk, I appreciate, I love it, I love it. When y'all say I'm with you. Y'all know how much y'all done heard
2: that?
0: And folk who said it ain't here? I mean, I love to hear it, don't get me wrong. But I ain't resting on that. It's not your strength I'm standing on, man. I'm standing on the fact that God gave me this assignment. That's who my strength is. You follow what I'm saying? To awaken our people. I don't. I don't want to have to. I don't want. I want some of y'all who, who promise to be with me, man. When, when, when the when the stuff hit the fan, you know, I look around and you ain't there. Cause I'm gonna shoot you if you ain't. <laughs> I say man I got out here because I thought y'all was with me. <laughs> don't take that serious, okay? I don't know about to get that out of I ain't gonna shoot nobody. Unless I have to, that is. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Those who followed the brother abandoned him except two, and they were exiled under the order of Emperor Constantine and as you saw he died 11 years later so what was the outcome of the Nicene Council a lie was put in place under European Pharaoh a brother who was born couple of centuries after the lie got put in place, rose up to speak the truth. And what did the powers that be do to the brother? Shut him down. Exiled him. And threatened him under the order of death to keep his mouth shut. All of the books that he wrote, all of the lectures that he had done, that's why I got my hard drive backed up many times over in many different places. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Okay? Gotta do it, man. Too much work went into all this research. You know, they the order was to burn all of his literature. Burn it! Get rid of it! You know? So the outcome of the Council of Nicaea was the transformation of Serapis Christus which means Christ the Savior y'all see it Serapis Soter Christ the Savior became Jesus Christ by edict of Emperor Constantine in 325 AD and I just wanted to put that up there because see y'all gonna be looking at it all this week Because this is the passion week. This is the week that they've used to get this stuff into us, and God is walking around. The Romanized fabricated figure known as Jesus Christ became a fictionalized savior of the world. And just as I close now, and and just as with Brother Arius, anyone, who did I say?
2: Anyone.
0: Anyone who tries to reveal the truth about the lie that Rome has perpetrated upon the world, especially Africans, they become the victims of severe anathematization. So, understand that, brothers and sisters. Officers, understand that. Young people, young brother, like the question we ask: Understand what lies ahead, man? African family liberators revolutionaries understand what lies ahead walk together children don't you ever get weary walk together pray together sing together shout together don't ever get weary hold up your head Because the ancestors, good God Almighty, got a great camp meeting going on in the Promised Land. The ancestors are excited, Brady, because we, their great, great, great grandchildren, are taking up the mantle of their life, their deeds, their legacy, their contribution, and saying we're going to do like brother arias and cry out against this deception that keeps the minds of our people under arrest y'all hear what i'm saying we sing in the song they'll be coming from the north south east and west good lord have mercy to stand by our side so don't be afraid You know, there's a biblical story about a young man and his mentor going to war and all the armies of the enemy. We're all around the hilltops and the mountains and the young brother who didn't have much experience in spiritual warfare got scared and said to his teacher, we're gonna die, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. And Elijah in the text who had much more experience in spiritual warfare said, God help this young man. Open his eyes. And help him to understand that they that be with us are more than those who are against us. Brothers and sisters, there ain't enough enough opposition out here to outnumber our ancestors. Y'all hear what I'm saying? ancestors that's why we say it every time we come together oh ancestors stand with us protect us and guide us and teach us protect us from the snare of our enemies rise up oh African ancestors and let our enemies be scattered then we say and give us the wisdom and the boldness to deal with our oppressors and those who would hinder the liberation and empowerment of our people. Rise up, O oh African answer, and live in us.
2: A- buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. yes
0: sir. Ah, And if you do that, we will not fail to honor you. Yes. We will not fail to respect you. We will not fail to hear you. And we will not shout out and betray you. Is so wow, funny. brothers and sisters. So- hey, man. What can I tell you? I- I'm sitting here. You know, it's like, woof, man. I- I'm-, I'm having chills, actually, to be honest with you guys. Because it's like I'm sitting here saying to myself, is that how I was dropping this years ago, forming the African village? No wonder the pastors had such a problem with me, because if the people would take time to learn, their churches would go out of business, man, you know? Um, Wow. I trust that you learned today I trust both for those of you who didn't know I was reading the comments and some people were sending comments how they had you know heard this years ago it was one of their favorite and of course there were some who uh chose to uh state negative comments on things I was saying and I just immediately blocked them you know and and the reason why I'm doing that family is cuz I just don't have any more tolerance. I just don't have it. I don't have any more room for people who just don't want to learn. Okay? I just don't. I just don't I have zero tolerance for people who want to be dedicated to their ignorance. You know, the least that you can do is go do the research. Check out what I said. Don't just you hear something you don't like it and you want to try to de- demonize me. That's that's you don't learn like that. That's not how you learn. OK, so, you know, I mean, you again, people, are, you, you're you're more than welcome to disagree with me, but you're not welcome to dis, disturb my class that you're not welcome to do. I'm not going to tolerate that. OK, so spread the word. If you're not here to learn and I saw a couple of y'all made a comment to somebody, if you're not here to learn then just leave, right, you know, hey, well, if you're not here to learn, you will get blocked you know i'm here to teach i spend i spend hours every week preparing to teach that's what i've been doing for years okay and it's, it's almost like a chef man i guess who who prepares or you know sits, sits up all night or preparing a meal you know and then you come in and tell me you don't like the food then don't come don't come to the dinner table then real simple Cause there are too many people who really want to learn like you guys right here now you know i appreciate y'all i really do listen let's get this truth out okay to the masses to spread the word yeah spread the word okay uh share this video okay share it you know hey man you know it's gonna be on youtube share the video okay just we gotta get we gotta free our people i'm doing my part the best i can those of you who will help me to share the truth, please do that, right? That's how we, that's how we free our people, with right knowledge, okay? Or just say knowledge, not ignorance, you know, <laughs> just knowledge, period. Again, family, I am so honored, you know, to have the privilege to be an instrument. Notice I said an instrument, just one of the light bearers. There are many out here. Okay? You know, I'm not the only one, but I'm glad to be one of the teachers of freeing our people's minds. So I invite you
1: to study this topic. I know it's a shocker. Every time I tell somebody this, it's like, you know, I'm the devil. Um, I'm insane. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, Everybody knows Jesus existed. Uh, It's in the ancient literature. Well, yeah, it is in the ancient literature. Mentions in the ancient literature. And what exactly does that have to do with reality and truth? Because something's mentioned in the past doesn't give it validity. In fact, when you look at it, these mentions... Are from the people who created the law in the first place so look don't use that logic on me <laughs> so study it out if you're offended study it out and I'm tired of people saying I don't have time I don't listen to podcasts I don't have the time you always have the time to find the truth if you're net you know if you're booger flipping if you're on the toilet and you're texting or doing whatever you always have time drive time vacation time driving uh, you know going to the mountains uh, going on a, on a plane trip there's always expendable time that can be used to learn and listen there's no excuses anymore folks if we don't wake up soon it, it may take hundreds of years for this heavy Re to land on the ears of the people it needs to land on but you know we have the tools like like dr. Ray said earlier we have the internet. Uh, We have all of these social media tools at our fingertips. If enough people do wake up and realize this truth, you know, I know truth is relative. You know, you have your truth. That's my truth. it's, It's his truth. There are certain foundational elements that everyone must get on board with, you know. All right. Well, I've said my piece, and I hope that you've enjoyed listening to Dr. Ray today. Uh, one of the few rare, I would say, real, real teachers that we have. And uh, more power to Dr. Ray and all of the people at the African Village Church everywhere. Um, my uh, my thoughts go out to you, and I'm trying to do what Dr. Ray said. Spread that word. All right, we'll catch you next time for another podcast. Don't worry, I still have that race podcast in the back of my uh, burner and we're working on that for you so thank you for tuning in if you do want to support click here uh not the herd you can always do that through paypal and use our email click here podcast at protonmail.com and we appreciate you thanks you're listening to the click here podcast brought to you by new Airwaves audio productions